What's swinging, nation? It's me, Fred Moore, driving home from the fire department. And man, I got to tell you guys, you know, when I get in my vehicle, start headed home on the highway, it's about a 45 minute ride. I put on podcasts or I put on music and I just, I, I feel like I'm electric, you know, I completed a 24 hour shift and, you know, we solved problems. Uh, we mitigated things. We, we, we were challenged, you know, and it feels friggin' good, man. It feels good to feel that resistance from life and be able to push back against it or even better, go with it. And I, I just feel like, you know, every, every time we close out a shift and head home, we're, you know... Everybody's safe, everybody's sound, um, and everything's taken care of. We left things better than when we, we came in, and that is a win. That is a win. That is a win. And, um, you know, I just feel pumped up, and I feel very positive about things. And I just was thinking about this, and I, I just want to share some thoughts with you guys about uh, just living every second of your life. Now, I don't know what I'm going to do with this video because everybody that's somebody in the social media world is like, hey man, you shouldn't really do podcasts while you're driving in your car. That's like cheesy or something like that. You know, I'm not driving in the car anyway. I'm driving in a truck. So therefore I am exempt. Um, but yeah, then the other thing is, are you being safe while you're driving? The answer is yes, because I am staring at the car in front of me and I'm not looking at the screen. So anyway, I don't give a shit what anybody says. Um, if this goes up as a podcast, good. Um, the tough part is ripping the audio out and then making it into a show on the audio level. But hey, I can do it. And then the other thing too is um, it saves me a lot of time. I could do these solo casts while I'm driving in my vehicle and, um, you know, I don't have that much time to be editing and stuff like that. It just is what it is, guys. This is raw dog shit. And, um, I just want to, you know, let everybody know about the sponsors. We have Addex, Mace, and Clubs. Go to addexclub.com. Right now, the discount code is uh, SMN2020. And you can get a nice little discount off of Addicts products. Our next sponsor is GraziellaCoffeeCompany.com. Use Mace Nation 15 for 15% off. Uh, awesome bag of coffee from a comp from a bag of coffee. Did I just say bag of company? <laughs> well, I guess it is a bag of company because when you open up that coffee, company comes and they all want to have a sip. So. Um, they're from Brooklyn, guys, so check them out and buy a bag. And then Ongo Energy Spray, been there from the start. Use Steel Mace 25 for 25% off. All right, guys, let's get to this podcast. So um, I'm not being hypercritical of people when I say this, but I feel like people don't live like an exciting, inspired life. And it's all mindset. It's all perspective people just think, eh, it's just another day, you know, Groundhog's Day, wake up, go to work, come home, do it again, and, you know, make macaroni and cheese for dinner, and blah, 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 and it's like, 
routine is great. Routine is great because you can work within those predictable patterns and then it's up to you to push yourself out of your routine in little ways. You know, wake up uh, on a different side of the bed. Um, you know, if you used to wake up and go drink a cup of coffee, then take a shower, do it the other way around. Uh, I know that doesn't sound exciting, but when you start making these tiny little changes, other bigger change it leads to other bigger changes. And, um, you know, you got to just... You just got to be mindful of where you're at at all times and live in the friggin' moment. And, and don't worry about, uh, uh, well, you know, I'm just going to work again or whatever. Spend time collectively thinking about, like, the magic of your friggin' life, man. It is magic. Everything is magic. And, you know, push out all the negative shit. That stuff there, that stuff is there to pull you away. Treat the negative as the enemy, the form of resistance that will pull you away from your optimal self. So everybody listening, you know, you guys all, you know, have healthfully, healthfully bought into the concept of the warrior mindset, you know, the warrior attitude, being a warrior. We all like to use that as our, um, conceptualization of ourselves at times, right? And I love it. I've always had that. That's why I became a firefighter because I like to fight shit. I like to fight all the time, but I don't like to fight people. I like to fight evil, all right? And the fire is evil. It's a dragon. It's an evil dragon. It's not a misunderstood dragon. It's an evil dragon. And, you know, it's it's up to me to get out there and punch it in its teeth. That's some real juicy fireman talk right there. The guys at work will make fun of me for saying that. But it, I am saying it because I just want to, you know, give you that that concept. And, um, you know, the warrior mindset says, you know, go to, go to battle, go to war. And so when that negative shit starts pulling you out of your positive self, it's time for you to step up and draw your sword or pull out your mace or just go right in there with bare knuckles and, and just punch negativity right in the face and say, nah, I'm not going down that road. Isolate yourself in that positive world, but you know, be cognizant of the negative to the point where you know how to get around it, over it, through it, whatever you need to do. Um, you know, it's really up to you to sink your teeth into life and nobody's going to do it for you. And I think a lot of you guys got, um, got the right attitude and, and, you know, I've DM'd a lot of you and we've talked everything. Everybody's out there pumped up, man. And I think it's great, but we all get pulled off our center line every once in a while. So it's important to uh, talk about it like this. We have these conversations and they become the real deal, you know? Uh, six months from now, you don't really remember exactly when it was, but you heard me talking about this and, 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 and it pops in your head when you need it the most. And vice versa, guys, you know, I look for that energy from others out there too. That's why I listen to awesome podcasts with people who kick ass in life, you know, I have 
so many heroes I like to follow and, you know, and, and the fitness industry is loaded with people that are heavily into mindset and, and you, you can figure there's a reason why, you know, you, your mind puts you into the fitness mode and keeps you there and then helps you when you um, are wavering. So this stuff is important. This is important. And, and we, have to, we have to keep growing as a, a tribe, as a society. And people have to step up. And I choose to step up. I love stepping up. I'm a stepper-upper. I will step up and try to be the first one to do it, to say, I don't care if I'm perfect. I don't care if I make mistakes. I just care about the intention behind it, you know? Um, sometimes I, 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 I even use the wrong word when I'm talking, and people look like, what the hell you say? And I go, you know what I mean, right? You guys do that, right? Sometimes you use the wrong, wrong word, and everybody's like, oh, that's not what that word means. And you're like, you know what I mean. And that's, that's a, a, an important detail right there. You know what I mean. That means you know what my intention is. If you know what people's intentions are, then there you go. Does it really matter so much about how they say it or whatever? Um, no, it's more about um, the intention. So you know I'm not full of shit. I've been coming up on this podcast so often talking about these things. And you know what? I will continue to talk about it. I will continue to be about it. And uh, I hope that you trust me. And listen, if there's any time at which you feel like shooting me a message and saying, yo, Fred, you're off, you're off the chain, chill out, uh, relax, whatever, do it. Send me the message. I don't mind. I like the, I like the engagement. So, you know, I... Um, I, I wanted to just cover that a little bit and talk about that positive, that positive mindset and everything and try to inspire people because I feel inspired right now by a lot of you. Now, on to the next subject. I just wanted to talk about uh, movement, you know, uh, the movement practices, the uh, physical culture, you know, being in the physical culture. The physical culture is not a temporary stop, okay? The physical culture is not something you bump into along the way and then never see again. You either do it or you don't do it. You either go long-term or you don't go at all. Because if you go short-term on the physical culture, that it was a blip on the radar, it didn't mean anything. It is a 100% buy-in and a buy-in for life, okay? You know, it's it's kind of like when you choose your career and you say, hey, I'm just the next the, the thing I'm going to be doing in the next 30, 35, 40, 50 years of my life. That's a 100% buy-in. And, you know, if you can buy in to uh, your career, um, then you can buy in to other things that are good for you, right? Your career is the thing that you do for a living that brings money home, that brings... Um, you know, uh, a life and, and everything. So, you know, your buying into the physical culture is the same thing. And buying into physical culture, being healthy and, and following uh, all healthy practices and, 
exercise, working out, that is going to bring you things, okay? It's going to bring you, it will bring you money if you if that's what you want. It will bring you health. It will bring you prosperity. It will bring you the feeling of accomplishment. There are certain things that the human needs in order to feel like they are succeeding in life. Um, and yeah, you know, a little bit of money, sure, but a big pile of money does not necessarily equate success. But, you know, looking at the smiling faces of your friends and family and, you know, lifting your shirt up and having like a, a little four pack maybe, you know, not a six pack. I mean, six pack would be great, but uh, even a four pack is dope. You know, people, people go, oh man, look, you got abs popping out. That's most people don't have abs, you know? So uh, if that's, you know, if that's, that's, you know, aesthetic obviously, but you know, we feel good about ourselves, you know, and if it's not that, it's something else. But all in all, physical culture is 100% buy-in. And the the thing is that, you know, what I offer as far as training and programming, and you could find this stuff on my website, steelmacenation.com, you know, it's the same like a lot of other people are offered out there in terms of in, in, in terms of it is a 100% buy-in to physical culture and a long-term thing you know there are places you could go if you want short-term you know everybody's looking for the pill the quick fix uh, you know the instant this you know, six pack abs in 21 days and all, you know, all these like quick answers to like, to, you know, what you make up in your head as a problem. Like, look, I have a gut, so I need the 21 day ab program to solve my problem. Okay. And you're, you're, you're going down that quick pill, quick fix thing that mentality, that's not going to really get you anywhere. Um, going with that idea that you have a gut and that's a problem and you need the 21 day quick abs program is like, like setting yourself up for failure. First of all, stop calling it a problem. It's not a problem. It's, it's just extra fat around your waist. Okay. And, oh, you want to get rid of it? Okay then change your lifestyle. Buy into physical culture. Start eating healthier. Lots of vegetables. Drink tons of water. When you get hungry, do not go eat the chocolate bars and the cake. Buy into this and stick with it. Not for 21 days. Not for 21 months. Not for 21 years. Stick with it till you're dead. 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, whatever. I hope you live to 100. I hope you live 100 more years on top of what you already lived. But buy into it 100% to the end, okay? My mother, she ate so many vegetables. It was unbelievable. And um, she did that to the day she passed away. She was eating vegetables and oatmeal and very conscientious about what she put in her body. And um, she taught me a lot 
she, she her consistency was there and um you know what i always remember that and i thank her for being that example for me and um you know what i i like to i like to mess around with um a variety of let's just call it delicious food air quotes Okay, but I don't overwhelm myself with it, you know, and I know when to, to take a step back. Except for when it comes to peanut butter, I do have a serious addiction to peanut butter, and I will eat a half a jar in one sitting, which is really not good. So that's my only thing, but I'm aware of my weaknesses, so I take steps to mitigate those problems. But the, um, the one thing I wanted to uh, also point out is that when it comes to physical culture, well, what type of physical culture? You know, what are we doing for our, our exercise? And, you know, a lot of uh, you guys out there, you're, you know, you're coming up with me. Uh, I'm over, I'm, I guess you would consider me over 40 fit, hashtag over 40 fit, right? And that's fine with me, man, because I'm over 40 and I am fit and I love it. And I help a lot of people who have hit the wall in their 40s where all of a sudden they don't have energy, their gut is getting bigger, and so on and so forth. That's because they were following these traditional bodybuilding programs, which I don't, I still do, I still do traditional bodybuilding programs, but, and I'm not knocking them, but you're getting older and things are changing. I used to eat spaghetti and meatballs and whatever while I was working out in my 20s and 30s, and I was ripped. I had abs and I was jacked. And I was like, hey, I could do this forever. Look, I can eat whatever I want. Nah. Well, sooner or later, it all catches up to you. And here I am now telling you that plate of spaghetti is going to crush you. It is unbelievable. I used to be able to eat a bucket of nails if I wanted to. Now, if I eat too much spaghetti, it, it's literally, it just it's like I, I drank poison or something and my body slows down I get all bloated but the worst thing is I notice my performance goes down and it's not because it's carbs it's just because I'm not eating the right ratios of things and 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 a big plate of spaghetti next thing you know you can't fit the broccoli in and you're not getting your vegetables so on and so forth so the other thing too for me nowadays is like acidic foods and things like that will bother my stomach and when my stomach's bothering me, I, I don't perform as well either. Like, I can't lay flat because then I get heartburn, and I, how am I going to bench press? You know, you don't need to hear all this stuff. It's like, it's just the shit that goes on. But at the end of the day, traditional weight training can beat you up. And if you had proper coaching your entire youth, 20s, 30s, you know, you learned how to lift properly, you learned how to program properly, then you probably came out of your uh, 30s into your 40s very healthy, joints are okay, um, you know how to train, and you did okay. But I feel like um, that's that's a rare person, you know. I, I always had coaching since I was in my 20s. So I, that's why I could say what I'm saying right now. And nowadays, I have a lot of uh, time as a coach and as a, as a fitness practitioner, and I've met so many people. Um, I've had tons of conversations with top-tier coaches all over the place. I mean, I call them all the time to see if I can get them on the podcast. A lot of them tell me uh, they'll let me know 
which I don't know what that means. I, I like to think that it means they're going to just let me know, but I haven't heard from them yet. But uh, they do take the time to, to email me or call me, and, and we have short dis- discussions about fitness. And, 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 and it seems like, yes, for sure, you know, I'm reaching out to these um, strength and conditioning coaches about, you know, how to change up your training as you get older because of getting beat up by your traditional weight training. And the reason why is because that's my target. That's my goal focus. That's my audience. That's my my clients. Okay? So I need to be you know, uh, fortified in my thinking and know, and, and I'm consulting people, I'm investigating, you know? So I, 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 I ask a lot of these, uh, coaches to come on the podcast. Like I said, um, still working on that. I don't know if maybe they just don't have the time or they don't feel like they could click into the steel mace thing, but, um, Hey, hopefully we'll hear from them. We'll have a cool podcast, but the material that I did cover with them, it, it all goes back to this one thing. Guys over 40, as they approach 50, their workouts start to really suffer. They're not, first of all, they've been doing it for decades, and it's the same thing over and over again. So they sometimes they just lose that mental edge. It's just Groundhog's Day. Remember I talked about that earlier in the podcast? They lost their inspiration. And they lost their inspiration to the degree that, you know, instead of going in and pushing hard um, and just really ripping out a good workout, they kind of just go through the motions. And they're not really putting their muscles under proper time under tension or time under load. And they're not, you know, investing in the in the extra time it might take to bring up underdeveloped body parts. Plus, they're getting older, and they have um, tendonitis, shoulders are hurting them, their lower backs are bothering them, and they've been eating like they've been 20 years old their whole life, and no matter how hard they've been working out, they still have the gut. And they're starting to say, hey, what the hell is wrong with me? Oh, man, not to mention maybe uh, lower testosterone levels and all that, compounding it and making it harder for them to, to keep the, the flab off. And they start to get down on themselves. And they, they, they're like, well, they don't know what else to do. They, they don't know what other kind of training to do. So then maybe they start jogging. So they're jogging on the treadmill or jogging in the street. They're wearing the wrong shoes. You know, they're not wearing proper shoes to jog in. They're, um, their gait is all messed up. So when they run uh, for a couple of days in a row, their knees start to bother them, their hips start to bother them, and the reason why their gait is off is because they have all these muscle imbalances because they've been spending their whole life doing bodybuilding, strength conditioning, but not doing it properly so that they're hitting all the imbalances, and they, ha- and they actually create these large imbalances, like giant quads and... Uh, tiny hamstrings and and weak hip flexors and things like that and they're just not able to run properly so then they get down on themselves and they sort of say well I guess I'm getting old and then you know what even though that that doesn't sit well with them they start to actually reside in that thought process and even though it doesn't sit well with them it is a place that they think they understand they they finally reside there it's like you have a choice of what where you live where you want to reside and your your residence is 
not quite laid out the way you like it. It's maybe dirty. It's unkept. It's falling apart. And you just go, well, the house is just getting old. There's nothing I can do about it. And the other option is to get up and figure out how to make it the place that you really like to reside in and and upkeep it and everything. So you need to change it up. You need to find different ways. Maybe you need to find help. Maybe you need to hire somebody like a coach and say, hey man, what do I got to do here to, um, to fix myself? I got this, I got, I'm like 20 pounds overweight. I used to have abs. I would be happy if I got a, a four pack, but I don't know what to do. And you, you need somebody to, to just, uh, from the outside the box, look in and say, hey, man, you know, you got to change your diet around. And instead of uh, just doing all this, like, typical bodybuilding-style weight training you've been doing, curls and shoulder presses and, and bench pressing and all good exercises, but that's all you've been doing. And you've built muscle imbalances and you've hurt your joints and you've pushed too far and you've gone, I, I've gone way too far. I've used to walk around with sore elbows all the time, but not anymore. Nowadays, um, I, I figured it all out, you know, and it took me a long time to figure it out. It's lift lighter, lift lighter, put more into the, uh, uh, into your form. Okay. And don't worry about, you know, if somebody's frigging laughing at you, you know, I was bench pressing at the gym and I had the bar, which is 45 pounds. And you know what I had on it? A 25 pound plate on both sides. So 90, 95 pounds I had on the bar. Okay. Let's just, let's just call it a hundred pounds. All right. I mean, I was bench pressing a hundred pounds when I was 16 years old. All right. And I was skinny and I needed to eat like way more. So, you know, but do you think I gave a shit? No, because I was bending the bar. I was practicing bending the bar. I was friggin' sweating, all right? And uh, there was guys next to me bench pressing way more, but they weren't bending the bar, and they were bouncing the bar off their chest, and they were doing quick little uh, maybe five reps, but they're really fast, no time under tension or anything, all right? And then they go eat the plate of spaghetti and the meatballs and the bread, and they go, they deserve it because they worked out, you know? And my mentality is not like that anymore. I want to feel good and I want to look good and I want to uh, move well, all right? And yeah, I want to have muscle. I do. I'm addicted to having, you know, um, some type of muscular frame. You know, I'm not a jacked dude. I never was. It's very hard for me to put on a lot of muscle, but um, I worked at it and I worked at it. But then when I finally hit the wall and my body started shutting down on me, Mostly in terms of I was just fatigued all the time, doing five-day splits, four-day splits, um, you know, squatting all the time, deadlifting all the time. Oh, you got to do these if you want to have muscle. You got to do these if you want to be a badass. Ego, all ego. You don't have to do squats all the time if you want to develop your legs. You don't have to deadlift all the time. Although I think that anybody who's healthy and can move well should do those. Um, you don't have to, you know, but squats are hard, deadlifts are hard, and if they're going to mentally drain you and physically drain you so that the next day you can't even get around and you start to lose faith in yourself, then they ain't the right exercise for you, you know? So I, I fell into the mace world and the club world and kettlebells and sandbags and 
Uh, I'm getting my Bulgarian bag soon. You know, I'm just getting all into the unconventional. And why? Because it it, it is inspiring me. And now when I do a mace flow at the end of the day when I'm tired and I just want to move around a little bit, guess what? I do it. It feels nice. I don't beat myself up too much. And then all of a sudden I feel better. And the next thing I know, um, I'm back in the weight room sooner and I'm bench pressing lighter weight and I'm bending the bar or breaking the bar apart or whatever. And it is awesome. I'm not destroying my joints and I'm actually able to put muscle on. So my overall message to everybody is physical culture is a 100% buy-in and you know if you if you're going to do something that's going to wind up making you quit I, like you know typical typical situation here is uh hey I'm getting back into weight training I'm getting back into working out and um uh yeah I got you know I got my new sneakers and here I go and they work out for two, three weeks, get really sore. Maybe they don't even make it that far. Maybe they make it a week or two. And then they just, that's it. They stop because the shoulder starts acting up again. The elbow starts acting up again. Their lower back is hurting because of whatever. All I'm pointing out here is that the, um, the old way you did things is just bringing back all the old problems that occurred, the muscle imbalances, the inflammation and everything. As we get older, it might be advisable to switch it up. I'll, we'll, I will point out a well-known bodybuilder, okay? His name is Dorian Yates, all right? Look up Dorian Yates. He was huge, all right? Typical bodybuilder workouts, typical bodybuilder look. The guy was jacked beyond beyond all right but after he retired he switched up the way he exercised he didn't give up exercising but he stopped training that way because your body takes a hit along the way and you have to readapt to the situation your 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 body's changing you're getting older there's nothing wrong with that that's what happens all right now as a firefighter i figured it all out on my end and i've been you know, out there for years now, helping other firefighters, when they ask for help, I give them the whole package and I explain it to them. I say to them, before you got on the job, you did the five-day split. It worked. You were younger. Nowadays, we work a 24-hour shift, questionable as to when we're eating, how we're eating, if we're eating, questionable on whether we're going to be resting or not, questionable on whether or not we're going to be drained by the shift mentally and physically, when you may not exercise that entire shift, except you just might actually work. You might have physical labor, which, you know, if you get a good work and fire, boom, then guess what? We're going to count that as something. But when you come out of that shift the next day, like I'm coming out today, I feel great today because we had a manageable shift. Uh, but there's times I sleep two hours, I'm done. I cannot work out the next day, okay? I might be able to do a little flow with the mace, which is which is great. That That's all I need, and that's what I've learned, and this is what I can teach you guys. But um, I might not do anything. I might go home, eat, 
and sleep all day. That's it. Maybe read books. Maybe work on the podcast. Maybe write up some programming that I can put up on the website. Other than that, I'm done. So if I didn't work out at work and I didn't work out the next day, that's two days gone. All right. There's no way you're going to be able to do a five day split because what's going to happen is you are going to miss critical days there that you're never going to be able to, you're not going to be able to double up because then the workouts are going to be too long. You're just getting better the next day, the middle day off, you're feeling better. And now you're going to go do a four hour workout to make up for two days you missed. No. So I said, there's got to be a way for firefighters who work the shift. Now, around the country, there's, um, there, you're either working 72 on, I'm sorry, 24 hours on or seven, and 72 off, like me. So one day on, three days off. Or you're working one day on, 48 hours off, okay? And, um, it, you know, that is a unique schedule. So we need a unique way to train ourselves. And all I'm saying is I see a lot of guys trying all the time. And, you know, typical firemen, they don't want to ask for help. They're alpha males. Uh, you know, there might be a little ego in there. They don't want to come to another guy and be like, hey, I don't know what to do anymore. Or, you know. uh, but sometimes I get, I get guys that ask me, and I'm glad they do, and I'm very happy to help them. But I see it when the guys try to do it on their own, they all embark on the same thing. And it looks like the old school, you know, bro workout. And, you know, and then if you really dig in and talk to them and you start asking them these questions, like, well, what do you do when, when there's a, uh, a, a, a rough shift? What do you do the next day? Ah, you know, that's it. I, don't, I just don't work out. Okay. So what do you do? When do you work? Out? Well, you know, I, I just play it by ear. If you're not planning this stuff out, you're not going to do well, all right? If you're playing it by ear all the time, uh, your, your results are going to be very, very hard to see if, at, if you're going to see anything at all. Uh, and when you're winging it like that, you're probably, you know, edging on potentially hurting yourself or overtraining or whatever. So, like I said, through... 16 years of doing this and figuring it out as I started to get older, I said, there's got, I got to change this up. I have figured out how to program fitness into the firefighter lifestyle. Big thing is that I got excited about was that I saw uh, a lot of people who weren't firefighters also doing well with these programs because they're friggin' busy too. And the whole idea is it's just a way to keep it consistent, okay? And you're going to have to give up those smash-heavy days multiple days in a row. You just can't do it. But you can get those days in. The thing is, you're going to go for quality smash-heavy days, all right? Instead of the way you used to do it, we're going for quality. So you're going to get more bang for your buck anyway. You're going to do it less. And then you're going to incorporate mace and clubs, kettlebells, things like that, into the workout. And, uh, you know, or into your off days, you're going to do light mace work or club work or even body weight stuff, okay? Um, and... Essentially, that's that's the the whole hub, if you will, of what I offer in programming. Now, if you're interested in straight up 
mass building workouts, um, and you know, maybe you're a younger guy or you don't care, you're, you're 45 and you want to go for it. I would say, don't use me. I mean, I can, I can point you toward good workouts and just say, look, you could do this, 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 and this, but I'm so focused on what I do now, um, for over 40 fit and, and, and helping people just move better and feel better and lose a little bit of weight and, and help with the mindset. I'm, I'm, that's where I'm focused at. So I can help in the other things, but I would say, go, go get a, a real coach, like a hypertrophy coach, something like that. Not, you know, I could, I can show you those things or I could go over that with you, but I'd rather spend my time focused on what I'm, what I just said rather than that. Um, but it, you know, you're, there's a lot of people out there, strength and conditioning coaches, you know, I would go to them too, you know, and why would you go to me if you could go to them? So, uh, but what I offer is my unique thing and I love it and it's getting better and better every day because I invest 100% of my mentality into it and try to learn every day forever a student guys i'm forever a student so thank you for listening to this one i am going to sign off now and um you know make sure you click subscribe on the youtube channel i know that's a big deal because if you don't have an account you can't subscribe but please make up your own account subscribe Subscribe to all of the people you like to check out on YouTube because they're all, you know, doing what they can do and trying to be the best that they can be and, and, and provide uh, free content for you. So the least you could do is support them with a subscription. Just all you got to do is click a red button on the screen. You're done. That's it. And that's your payment for uh, basically this great free content that all these people are putting out and the stuff that I'm putting out, I bring it from the heart guys. And I believe that it is helpful because, um, this is the stuff that I daily, daily, daily dish out and talk about with people all the time. And I seem to get a lot of positive feedback and I love it. So I'm going to keep doing it. So if with that promise to you, uh, I'd like to just make sure that you guys are all on board. So thanks for tuning in and see you at the next episode.